Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. My name again is Jeffrey Davis. You know, when you're looking at entrepreneurship, you got to look at a lot of different things. And over the years, we've had some political interviews. Uh, and I think that that's important because clearly politics, the law, it, inter it intersects business and you cannot dissect it. It's an enmeshed process. So we were glad to say today that we have Chris Doty, uh, a candidate for Massachusetts governor, president of Capstan Atlantic. Welcome, Chris. Hey, Jeff. It's so good to be here with you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's our pleasure. Let's wait till the end till you thank me, because uh, we don't know where it's going to go. Why don't we, uh, again, uh, since it's an entrepreneurship, what makes a successful entrepreneur business person like you want to go into politics? Yeah, so let me just give a little backstory. So <clears throat> I arrived here in 1987, went to Harvard Business School. Uh, studied finance and real estate, but ended up going into manufacturing. So in the uh, early 90s, I bought into a small manufacturing company in Jamaica Plain on the outskirts of Boston that made small metal parts and uh, just about a dozen employees, uh, old equipment in an old one of those old uh, industrial buildings in Jamaica Plain. And uh, over the course of a career, we grew it to about 600 employees. We had six factories. And in the end, we were making a lot of automotive parts for GM, Ford, Chrysler. We were making parts for Caterpillar and John Deere, Whirlpool, Honda Powertrain. Um, I always like to say that most people in Massachusetts already have, my, have me somewhere in their lives, in their garage or in their kitchen, somewhere with a part that we've made uh, for an, American companies. So... Um, I was uh, getting ready for retirement. I'm a grandfather, raised six children here in Massachusetts. We uh, now live in Rentham and our kids grew up, left the house. And uh, I've had, uh, you know, got a good education in Massachusetts, grew my business here, raised my family here, was looking for an opportunity to give back and how I could help. And uh, I saw this uh, election coming up this year and could see us moving towards a, an anti-business, anti-energy kind of more of a socialistic uh, trajectory with the election. And um, I encourage, you know, I, I just got to a point where I couldn't sit quiet anymore and just felt like our state needed to move towards more pro-business, pro-energy. We need to start bringing in these good jobs that are going to other parts of this country that are not coming here. And we're losing population and just wanted to offer my skills, my abilities and uh, my, uh, the direction and message I want to take our state. I just want to clarify because I think the term social social uh, has been sort of beat around a lot by people. You were overwhelmingly rated positively by your employees, so you believe in taking care of workers. But you're really talking about the economic part part of that. You're talking about the initiative part, the entrepreneurship part. Am I correct? Yeah, absolutely. It's. Um... When I say socialist, what I mean is free everything and businesses are the enemy. And that's the economic model is that, um, you know, every employer is uh, greedy and every employer is, is bad. And uh, we get free everything, free tuition, free college, free childcare, free transportation, and just list goes on and on. And I've, I've witnessed myself, I spent a couple of years in Argentina as a young guy and could see how, you know, it sounds good, right? All this free stuff, but it's not free. And it comes with high taxes, high inflation, um, high unemployment. And uh, in the end, it becomes really, really crushing on the citizens. 
right now in Massachusetts, we're start, we sort of are experiencing that, right? High, it's very expensive to live here. It, uh, we have high inflation. We have the third highest groceries, medical, transportation, housing in America. Our utilities are the third highest in America. And it's projected that we could be second highest right after California within the next couple of years. Well, those are not good trends. I would agree with you. And, you know, the brain drain that's a result of that, especially with younger professionals, it's an issue. Uh, I think people, uh, let's say at our age range, and I'm not guessing your age uh, at any level, but it's, it's a little different for us. We're in a different particular cycle in our, in our work cycle of our careers. But I do think, you know, maintaining a high quality workforce, educated workforce is, is important. And in, if it's, this is not a good state to live in and it's too hard to live here, people will have to make choices to leave. I know that's true. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you on the campaign trail. So I've been I've been on the campaign trail uh, nonstop for about eight months. And I have met with so many business leaders that have said a couple of different things. One is they said their businesses are growing, but they're not investing in Massachusetts. They're they're expanding in North Carolina or Tennessee, Texas. The investment dollars are not coming here. And that's something I think the regular citizens don't see. They don't see what's happening in other parts of the country that's not happening here. That's one. Number two, as I've heard a lot of, a lot of businesses, but business owners say they wish they had founded their company elsewhere. And that breaks my heart. You know, they say, you know, I wish that my great grandfather, my grandfather had started the business in a more pro business kind of business friendly state. Uh, or at least a more affordable state. And so I think that's sad also. Um, and I hear from, from uh, the business community so often that there's three big problems <clears throat> in Massachusetts. And just quickly, the affordability problem, which you just mentioned, the high utility rates that we have in our state. And third is just the tax climate and sort of the, the uh, kind of not as business friendly as we need to be. And because of that, a lot of businesses are investing elsewhere. Well, I agree with you. I, you know, the energy one for me is a tough one. I'm not sure that the state has as much control. Maybe you have insights that I don't have. And I know a lot of our energy comes from Canada, from Quebec. And, uh, but that the other two, I agree that, you know, that, that we do have a lot more control over the other two, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't address all three. You know, again, when 87% of your employees liked you and referred to you in a positive way, it's always interesting for me that you're made that switch over to politics because in a country that's, you know, showing so much anger, even if let's say 60% of all people love you, you should assume 25, 30% of people will have deep anger for you. Is that something you're prepared for? You mean getting into the political world? Oh yeah. It's it's an angry world to live in. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, I'm eight months into it. So this is, I, I feel like I've been on the journey for about eight years. So, um, you know, I'm not here to, I always say, I'm not here to be someone, I'm here to do something. And that keeps me really focused. There's, I want to make our state more affordable to live here. I want to uh, fix the tax and spending problems in the state house, which I think are really extreme. We way overspend and we way overtax our citizens. And third, I want to keep a balance in the state house. So, you know, if I was here to look good, if I was here to like become something that I might care, but I really don't, I just want to, I want to make sure we have a really well-run state. And I want to compete. I come from the competitive world in Tennessee, Virginia, Texas, Connecticut, New Hampshire. 
these states want our businesses. They want our citizens. Right. A, a governor has to be competitive. And so I go into it with a very competitive energy. Let's compete. We should. Massachusetts is one of the greatest states in America, and we should be prepared to compete with these other states. So I understand your economic social platform. Uh, but when you're when you're thinking by yourself, what are the biggest obstacles you find to maybe getting to where you want to get right now? I mean, is it an uphill battle for you? What are the institutional things that you're facing that you would like to eliminate? Okay, well, the first hurdle is the election, which is September the 6th is the primary. And then the general election is November the 8th. You know, it's uh, these these campaigns matter. They really do. Picking the right candidate that will take the state the right direction. Typically, our governors serve for about eight years. Um, they could be 12 years, but that keeps the trajectory going. And so, you know, Governor Baker has put us on a trajectory, which I think is more uh, controlled spending and controlled taxes. I think he's put us on a trajectory of trying to be more pro-business. And I hope we can keep that going. And, you know, it follows in with uh, 30 years of Republican governors, you know, except for a, a short time, we had Weld and Salucci and Romney and Baker, and uh, all of them sort of had this, uh, you know, a, a, a reasonable tax policy. We, we only had one tax increase in the last 40 years that was significant. And that was when there was a single party control in the state house. And that worries me. And that should worry everyone that there's no checks and balances. If we, uh, if we don't keep a fiscally responsible governor in the state house, we will, um, perhaps this might be the end, right? We might always have sort of single party control in every single constitutional office and the executive branch and the judicial branch. And so, you know, I think one of the big hurdles is just getting everyone to think about it. Like, do you want single party control? And what would that look like long term for our state? And so I'm out making the pitch every day to everyone that, you know, to really think about that. I think it's very interesting in Massachusetts, the dynamic that we've had an overwhelming state house of Democrats, but a stream of Republican governors. And so you believe that balance has really been good for the state and to lose that balance would not be good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you look at the other states that have done it, Jeff, Illinois, Portland uh, or Oregon, California, you know, they 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 just started losing their economic uh, vitality, their economic prosperity Their, You know, they kept their taxes and their spending too high and just had long term consequences. And I just don't think our state wants to go there. One thing about New England is we have Republican governors, not just in Massachusetts, but in New England, New Hampshire, Vermont, here, perhaps Maine soon. And I think it's uh, that's sort of the miracle of New England is that we have very progressive legislatures, right? They're probably in Massachusetts, we will have the most progressive legislature in America. Probably. Everyone rates us as being the most liberal state in terms of the legislature. That's why you need a fiscally responsible governor. Uh, to sort of balance that. It's sort of like one spouse wants to spend all the money and the other spouse wants to save all the money. And somewhere between these two is uh, where the truth lies, that you do need to, uh, you know, do a lot of things, uh, but also you need to save for a rainy day and make sure people can afford to live here. Well, I think you make a good argument. Uh, I'm sure you're on, uh, you're out there talking to people. Do you, before we go, would you like to talk about some of your upcoming events in case people are interested? 
Well, sure. Thanks so much. Uh, my website is chris4ma.com, chrisforma.com. And on that website is our platform. If people want to know more about our tax policy, we have a great tax policy. I'm really excited about our tax policy. We, uh, we're coming out with a tourism plan for our state. We have a small business bill of rights, which for, for the small business uh, leaders that, are on, that watch your show, we have right on our platform, a small business bill of rights that will publish and will share with everyone in state government. And say, okay, here's what the bill of rights. So we hope people will look at that. For those that would like to get involved, you can go to our website, just put in your name and email address and you'll start getting emails from the campaign on where help is needed and where we're gonna be. And so anyway, we hope people will jump on board this, uh, this great momentum. Well, thank you very much. And uh, you know, hopefully you'll get a chance to come back and see us again. And I think you've made a good argument for your position. Uh, so people can be clear who you are. Uh, remind everybody, we've been speaking with Chris Do Doty, candidate for Massachusetts governor, uh, president of Capstan Atlantic. Uh, and this is Radio Entrepreneurs.